Hey guys, welcome to Performance Complex with your favorite podcast host, Brianna Williams. I am a trainer, a coach, fitness and wellness advisor, whatever you want to call it. I probably do that. And welcome back. It has been a very long time. Um, you know, I, to be honest, I was going through some mental health stuff. Um, you know, today is November 4th, so you know, election stuff and anxiety started building up in me and then just other stuff that I'm going through, some personal things, business-related things, family things um, were weighing heavy on me. So I I took an, an impromptu break from recording um, and I think it was a much-needed break. I think all of us um, can get in our heads sometimes about, you know, what we have to do and something I have to do as a fitness professional in this day and age is to create content and man sometimes it's just you know writers get writer's block and content creators get content block like (laughs) sometimes it's just hard to figure out what to do and you get in your head about stuff and I, I could probably go on and on and on about this but regardless I'm back and I'm actually back with a new format um to keep it to keep these podcast episodes very accessible to people, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I don't want to have hour-long podcasts because I know you guys are busy and you have things to do. And to, to be quite frank, you simply just have questions that you want to be answered. So I'm going to shift the format over to just simply answering your questions. And I'm going to start that out with just answering common fitness questions. And the, the topic today is going to be, or the question that I will answer today is, do you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight, fat, right? So that's the first one. The second question is, do you need to calorie count to lose weight, to lose fat? Um, So if you do not want to know the answers to those questions, you can definitely click off this podcast. If you do, I appreciate you continuing to listen and we'll get right into it. So the first question, do you need to be in a calorie deficit? The answer is yes, right? You know, we all know that calories in, calories out is a real thing. You know, no one made that up. The science is is accurate. It's real and there's no way to get a, get around it. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And therefore, you need to consume less calories than you burn or bore, burn more calories than you consume. So create a calorie deficit in those two ways, in either of those two ways, to, um, to cut weight um, and to cut fat. Now, there's some complexities there about what she'll cut, um, and I'll probably do a different podcast on that, the difference between losing weight and the difference between losing fat, because like I said, I want to keep these short because I don't want to waste your time. So the answer to that first question is yes, you do need to be in a calorie deficit, and anyone that ever tells you otherwise is lying, and usually whatever anyone tells you requires a calorie or creates a calorie deficit without it being obvious. So for example, um, intermittent fasting uh, people, people who religiously follow that method um, or that way of eating, I guess I could say. They'll say that you don't need to be in a calorie deficit. You just need to intermittent fast. And that's not true. 
that's not true. It's like they're not mutually exclusive. You can intermittent fast, but you're in a calorie deficit if you're losing any sort of weight, any sort of fat, right? It's a fact. You're in a calorie deficit. And the reason why I'm I'm still differentiating between weight and fat is because they're not the same thing. Just because you see the scale go down doesn't mean you're losing fat, Um but I digress because I already told myself that I would not, I would not go on these tangents anymore. Um, so the second question that I will answer, and I feel like that this is probably the most controversial question or answer, is do you need to calorie count in order to lose fat slash weight? Or do you need to calorie count to be in a caloric deficit? And the answer is no. And for me, speaking from the perspective of someone who has calorie counted, it is really something I do not suggest for 9 out of 10 people. I do not suggest it for most people. What I do suggest is that everyone calorie counts once, right? So you spend one day just to understand you know, what calories are to understand maybe a little bit about macros, because I just feel like that's general knowledge people should know. But I do not think people should navigate through their life for an extended period of time, for three months, for six months, for for a year, for three years, calorie counting. It's from my experience, I can tell you that it's very detrimental Um and it creates this relationship with food, right? When you're calorie counting, you are creating a relationship with food. And if you know me, I believe that no one should have a relationship with food. As soon as you have a relationship with food, you lose, right? Because you're not just seeing it as food. You're seeing it as this other thing, you know. You have a relationship with people, you know? with friends, with family. You don't have a relationship with something you're just putting into your body to give you energy. And some people might say, well, you're an asshole because you're saying that food is just energy. And it's just like, no, I'm not saying it's just energy because culturally we know that that's not true. But I'm saying that at the very basis of what food is, food is energy. And we should acknowledge that. While we can also acknowledge that you know, in a cultural way, food does connect people, right? They don't have to be mutually exclusive. They don't have to be separate. They could both be true at the same time, right? There's there's no sort of scarcity in that sense. So just because food is energy doesn't mean food isn't like a cultural practice, right? That food doesn't bring us together. And so like I said, it's both. But just because it's both, just because food does bring people together doesn't mean that you should have a relationship with it like at all this sort of mindset kind of reminds me of people who say that there's no good food and there's no bad food well you know there's really no bad food you know a donut isn't bad for you it's just a food you like it's like no dude the the donut is not good for you the donut is bad for you but it's both the donut is bad for you and it's super freaking good like it's both And I feel like when you can acknowledge that, when you can acknowledge that things can exist simultaneously, opposites can exist simultaneously, you will be better off. When you realize that the donut is bad for you and you realize that you like it, there doesn't need to be any tension. You just decide in each moment, which do you choose? 
is the really good outweighing the, well, I know it's bad for me, or is the, well, I know this is not great for me. I'm actually not really hungry. I could do without it, right? When you don't have a relationship with food, you're, you, you allow yourself to have conversations like that. And, and that's what I'm really trying to get at. An example I can give is someone who doesn't have a relationship with food. They can go to an after uh, an event after work. I was going to say an after work event, but I feel like that's like an after an after work event. I guess you could say that uh, an event after work. And, you know, there's donuts, there's pizza, there's chips, there's soda, there's juice. There's all this like highly processed food because that's usually the food that's at these events. No matter where you work, even as someone who used to work in a gym, they would bring donuts in there all the time. Um, and. The person who does not have the relationship with food can understand that this food is there to bring people together and they might indulge in one, right? Because they understand that and they want to be a part of this moment. Uh, They want to be a part of this event, you know, and they also might be like, you know what? I'm actually pretty full. Um, I don't need this, but I can hang out here just fine. Now, the person who has a relationship with food, the person who is calorie counting, they are stressed. All they can think about is the food because they're in a relationship with it. This is all they can think about and it's running through their mind. Oh, should I eat this? Well, if I do eat it, how many calories is it going to be? Well, is it going to fit in my macros? And you're running through all of these questions when if you just didn't have a relationship with it, if you really just understood the purpose of it, These questions wouldn't be running through your mind. And I think, you know, back to the question, right? Calorie counting promotes this sort of behavior. Calorie counting promotes a relationship with food and you should not have one, period. Okay? Now, is calorie counting the only way um, to create a calorie deficit? No, obviously not. I guess calorie counting in a way makes it easier for you to understand, um, what a deficit looks like and you know how much you really are eating but I really believe if you you know eat like an adult if you are eating whole foods and you are the majority of your diet isn't going to these uh highly processed foods then the calorie counting is unnecessary okay and The way I look at weight loss or fat loss is that you're going to have to sacrifice something for what you want, right? There's always a sacrifice, no matter what you do in life, no matter if you're making a decision to stay in bed or get up and go to the gym, like you're making a sacrifice in some way. You're either sacrificing that extra 15 minutes of sleep or that extra 15 minutes on your phone in bed. Or you're sacrificing the 60 minutes in the gym, right? There's always a sacrifice no matter what you're doing. And fat loss, weight loss is no different. And unfortunately, in this culture right now, in in diet culture, I guess you can call it, a lot of trainers, fitness professionals will convince you that you do not need to sacrifice, That sacrifice is unnecessary when you're looking to lose fat, when you're looking to lose weight, and that you can still eat all of your favorite things. And while in general that's true, you know, like I still eat things I like, um, and I maintain like a lean physique pretty much year round, but I also understand that 
I do sacrifice not actually eating the, the, the foods I want to eat all of the time. Because really, if it was up to me, I would have Shake Shack every day. Because it fucking tastes good and because it was designed to taste good, right? But I'm sacrificing that want for something bigger, for something greater. You know, my goal is not necessarily to have a six pack or to lose 15 pounds or to, to deadlift 300 pounds or 500 pounds. My personal goal is longevity, right? I want to still be able to really move when I'm 70 year old, 70 years old, 80 years old, 90 years old. My goal is longevity. And so I'm sacrificing that donut, that slice of pizza or whatever it is for that. Okay. And so when these people are telling you that you don't need to sacrifice, that you don't need to restrict, that's the word that's thrown around, like a restrictive diet. Yeah, the fuck my diet is restrictive. It needs to be restrictive, right? Like think about the foods that we're eating really. Like, first of all, they're not really foods. They are chemicals. And of course, some processed foods are are great because you know it, it makes the shelf life longer and so it's helpful in that way you know considering we don't want perishables just in the house because we would pretty much just have to go shopping like every two days right so i'm not talking about process in that way because i know someone is going to nitpick i'm talking about highly processed junk foods right french fries chips oreos all of that bullshit that's not food and if you ever you know, want to take a stance where you actually want to argue against someone about whether or not you should give that shit up, you actually need to think about if your goal of that 15 pounds really means that much to you. And what I would really suggest is go beyond that. Most people just don't want to lose 15 pounds. There's a reason behind that. And you need to really dig for that reason. My reason for going to the gym every day, staying in the ship, eating the way I do is not just so I look good. That's a perk. That's nice. It's great to go to the beach and to feel confident and comfortable, right? Of course. But my goal is longevity. And on top of that, yes, of course, I have these short-term goals as well. Those short-term goals include being able to just move well, right? If I have to run after a train or a bus, I know I can. If I have to protect myself on the street, I know I can. So you need to really figure out your why behind the I just want to lose weight or I just want to look better because that will really set you up for being willing and able and excited to sacrifice the bullshit so that you don't need to go calorie count because I think the calorie count counting is going to take you on a whole nother journey it's going to take you on a whole nother journey. You're going to have to build this relationship with food, right? And then what do people usually do after they calorie count? They reverse diet. They like go through this whole process when if in the beginning they had just severed this relationship with food and they had just sacrificed the bullshit junk foods, they wouldn't have had to do that in the first place. You know, if you're working with me, you're working through nutrition, we're working through movement and performance-based training, you don't have to do any of that shit. Because if you're doing it right, you're not going to need to carry any extra fat, right? If you, it, For example, if you're trying to jump higher 
or if you're trying to run faster, fat slows you down. And if you have a coach that's training you for that, right, and you're overweight, you're going to end up matching what you need. It's the said principle. Your body adapts to what you do. Okay, so if you're overweight, it's because your body has adapted to your lifestyle. If you're underweight, it's because your body has adapted to your lifestyle. If you're in the proper BMI or and you have um, too much body fat, it's because your body has adapted. Your body is always adapting to your lifestyle. Nutrition, training, all of it together in one. Sleep, recovery, all of it. So... Back to the question, to clarify, like I said, no, you do not need to calorie count. And I think calorie counting oftentimes does more harm than good. Who should calorie count? Bodybuilders. If you're a bodybuilder, you should calorie count because you need that precision. You need that precision. But if we're being honest, look at bodybuilders and their relationship with food. It's very unhealthy. And I'm speaking generally, of course, but... The majority of them have a very unhealthy relationship with food. Not only is it that they have a relationship in the first place, but then it's it's this sort of like evil, like frenemy type of relationship. Who else should calorie count? Professional athletes. You know, like professional athletes need whatever edge. They need to take any edge that will make them better. And at a certain point, calorie counting might be that. Who knows? Now, who should not be calorie counting? Like I said, 9 out of 10 people. If you are not a professional athlete, if you are not a bodybuilder, you do not need to calorie count. The average person does not need to calorie count. Why? Why? Did your grandma calorie count? Anyone, any elder in your family who has lost weight in the past, did they calorie count? My grandma, she's in her mid-70s. She's never calorie counted ever. And she's lost weight before. She's lost weight before, and what is it, right? People hate to hear this, but it's true. You move more and you eat less. And people love to demonize that. Well, it's not that simple. Well, it has to be that simple because that's what the science says. The science says you create a calorie deficit, right? How do you create a calorie deficit? You move more or you eat less, or the best answer is both, right? No scarcity both okay stop eating like an asshole and then wondering why you can't lose weight okay and then you want to latch onto all of these things you want to latch onto keto and intermittent fasting or the carnivore diet or the vegan diet or the vegetarian diet or the mediterranean diet or calorie counting or all these diets you want to latch onto instead of acknowledging the main culprits right? I would say the overarching culprit is you having a relationship with food, like I said. Sever that, and that takes time. I have an article on my website about that, and you can even email me to ask me how you should go about doing that because it's a process and it's not going to happen over a week or even a month. It's going to take time. Number two, you need to stop eating the junk foods all of the time. You shouldn't even eat them often. It should be rare, right? And this kind of goes into diets and specifically what you should be eating. And I don't want to get into that because it really is up to 
what works with your body and that's a whole process within itself but I thought it was important to address the calorie counting just because it's something that really bothers me to see that average people are being told that they need to freaking calorie count by other people who used to bodybuild like of course they're gonna suggest calorie counting that's what they did because but but their goal was completely different they're cutting for a bodybuilding show it's different goals and and they're they're trying they're misusing a tool tool that they were using from bodybuilding and they're trying to apply it to general population regular people so if you like this new formatting just like answering the questions keeping it simple i'm already at um like over 15 minutes and like i said i do not want to take up your time um but if you like this format please email me dm me let me know thumbs up comment whatever um and i will see you either in a few days, or not see you, but I will record another episode to be released in the next couple of days, or you'll hear from me next week. I'm going to keep no promises, but I think I'm going to keep this format of answering the questions, keeping it short, sweet, and simple. Before I go, I want to clarify the answers again, just in case you just skipped to the end and you didn't want to listen to it, right? Do you need to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight slash fat? The answer is yes. Do you need to calorie count in order to lose weight slash fat? The answer is no. Peace.